Salutations. Uh, I'm trying my best Triple H impression. Uh, and it's all respect to the game. Uh, because I'm coming back around town with another NXT 2.0 review. And we kick things off with the Tag Team Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match to determine the new NXT Women Tag Team Champions which all consisted of Kaden Carter and Katana Chance taking on Valentina, Faraz, and Ulisa Leon, taking on Ivy Nell and Tatum Paxley, taking on Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. There was a lot in that match. <laughs> but the first that got eliminated was Valentina, Faraz, and Ulisa Leon by Ivy Nell and Tatum Paxley. And then they would be then eliminated by Toxic Attraction. And then there were two. And it, things got pretty hectic towards the end, but Caden Carter and Katana Chance were able to put away Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. And they become the new NXT Women Tag Team Champions. And honestly, I mean, I couldn't be I couldn't be any more happy with it because they're a solid tag team and they've been coming up short time and time again. They even kind of had a tease of a heel turn, but they, they had to they was able to stay the way they were. Get all the way to the top of the mountain. Now they're the tag team champions. And like I said, I don't have a problem with it at all. They're an actual tag team. They're not some just thrown together tag team out of spite. And the other teams, they just aren't solid for me, especially solid enough, I should say. They can get there, but not, they're not there yet. Especially Ivy Nell and Tatum Pashley, because even commentary don't know what they are. Are they cool? Are they not? So it's not just me. Apparently. But the only ones that have been starting drama and taking baby mamas is Trick Williams and the North American champion Carmelo Hayes. That's what they said, not me. But it was Carmelo's birthday yesterday, so they were celebrating today. And he celebrated by holding an open challenge for his North American championship. And whoever was the first person in the ring was going to be his next challenger. We sitting there waiting. And then it gets all dark and Giovanni Vinci comes out. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, this finna be cool. I'm like, all right, I want to see this matchup. But then he coming down to the ring, you know, it takes pictures of him coming down, so it freezes. And I think in the second photo, it freezes, and you just see Nathan Frazier just zooming past him like the Flash, and he just slid in the ring. And they were like, look, it was the first person in the ring, so it's Nathan Frazier. And I was cool with that. I'm like, it's even better. That's even better. So I'm like, that's a win-win for us. But this match, it was really, really good. It was very fast-paced. You know, it made sense because obviously who's in the match, Nathan Frazier is literally like WWE's The Flash. Like, him running the ropes, I'm going to sound like a, you know, whatever when I say this, but 
he could probably break some type of speed time barrier just running the ropes. Cause I mean it's I mean it's it's insanely fast. Like I'm not even playing. Like, I don't even know how to describe it without sounding like a nerd. I mean, boy, quick, man. And it's kind of scary. Like, I would be like, I feel like I would make one mistake and he'll run into me and it's going to hurt both of us. That's how fast that man run. But he did a dive out the ring onto Carmelo and then that caused, I think, a bottle of water he had. It spilled all over Giovanni. He was on commentary. And that caused him to interfere in the match. So he knocked Nathan Frazier off the rope. And that opened up for Carmelo to hit the leg drop from the top row for the win. And that's how he retained his North American championship. And this was a solid match. I really liked it. It was fast paced. And like I said, it makes sense for who was in it. And this whole thing, this whole end makes the whole ending makes me think we're going to get a Giovanni and Nathan Frazier feud or maybe a triple threat match for the North American championship sometime down the line. And I mean, shoot, I mean, I guess we could get both, right? Oh, wait, no, why not? That's too much good to choose, man. But a person who isn't good, and I'm talking about their actions, is J.D. McDonough because he had an NXT Championship Summit with the NXT champion, Braun Breaker. And I mean, for a summit or a contract signing, however you want to call it, they just call it a summit now. It wasn't, it, it actually wasn't, not, it wasn't too bad. And... JD basically would compliment Braun Breaker just to tear him down after that. Like he'll go, man, you you got all that passion, that emotion, but I'm gonna stump all that out. You know, it's all good. I mean, you should be on like the cover of Men's Fitness magazine, dude. But really, it's just a roadmap for how I'm gonna hurt you. Like I'm gonna go for your arm, I'm gonna go for you this, and I mean, it was okay. Like it was it was all right. But JD said that this summit it won't end in a fight. But it will end in blood. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he stabbed his finger with the pen, I think he did. Or he had, maybe he, I don't know. Maybe, knowing him, knowing the way this character is, he probably did have, like, one of those, like, what are you using? To, you know, to cut, like, it's like a pot. It's not like a knife, but it's smaller. Like, you would use it to cut for, the, like, to make a design or something. Like, you're building a small little model house. Them things sharp. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. I'm hoping that's what he probably used, because if he stuck himself with a pen, I don't think that's a good thing to be doing. But in the sick way it was, he got the job done. His finger was bleeding, and he signed the contract in blood. He said, I'm going to sign that thing in blood. I'm not going to, I was going to do the part, but I can't do all that. But he tried to shake Brian's hand after that. And I'm like, dude, your finger literally is bleeding. You got blood coming out of it. You want to shake his hand? You nasty. Get up out of here with that. But Toxic Attraction need to get up out of here with that, too, because they was back there screaming and hitting stuff, talking about how they got cheated. And I'm like, they literally beat you clean earlier. I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, I mean, it's a hill thing to do to complain about something that didn't happen, but... <laughs> That was that's too far. That's that's stretching way too far. But Manny was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that happened." But I gotta go to the ring. I got my match with Saray, and that's what we got next. Is Mandy Rose took on Saray, and Saray is the person who damaged her face so badly and so horrific that she dyed her hair black a year ago. And here we are. And this match, I mean, it didn't really feel long. It didn't really feel crazy. It started during the commercial, so there's that. But um, like I said, it wasn't really much to pull from it. 
Mandy was able to hit her with a spine buster, which led into the running knee strike to the head. And that's how she got the one, two, three. But she wasn't done done there because she would get in the camera and she's like, Zoe, this is what's going to await you. That's literally how she said it. This is what awaits you. I'm like, I don't know. I would have said something different. Like, it just sound, awaits sound like it's coming off a page. But she tried to put Saray's leg in a chair. I guess, you know, step on it. But Zoe Stark was the hero for Saray as she chased away Mandy Rose. And another hero supposedly is Axiom. I say supposedly. Huh? You, supposedly. But uh, he was being interviewed about his debut in NXT. And he got interrupted by Duke Hudson. And Duke just started frying him for no reason. Like, he was like, man, you short? You know, you can't do nothing around her. I don't even know why you decided to come here. You can't even, you know, get on rides at Six Flags. Like, you need to go on somewhere. And then, you know, Axiom was like, I can make it. I can do it. Get on my face. And then Duke Hudson was just like, man, you a nerd. Like, that's how it just came out. Like, he was like, you a nerd. Then he slapped him. I'm like, well, dang. Why he got to get slapped with being a nerd? I'm a nerd, too. You going to slap me? Dang, I got to get slapped because I like all types of superhero quotes and stuff I just had to throw out every now and then. But they were fighting backstage. And, I mean, it was kind of one-sided. Like, it looked like it was supposed to be a backstage brawl, but, like, it wasn't. I think that's just because of the, the the size difference. Like, I guess I wouldn't imagine Rey Mysterio in the Great Khali just having a backstage brawl. Like, that's just going to just be a beatdown, I would hope. But... It led all the way to the ring, and Duke Hudson laid him out. Luffin was like, hey, this is why y'all can't ever count on your heroes. And then I'm going to just say, like, I'm going to say this in the tiniest ways I could say. Because it gave me a tiny little bitty bitty, like, I mean, small. Like, I mean, you got to get a microscope to see this pinch I'm giving this of shades. But it gave me a small shade of, like, Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker. Small. I'm not comparing none of that to this, but just a small moment. But um, it just reminded me of, like, how he was like, you're going to have to kill me to do that. You know, you're going to you're gonna have to do something to me to get this, man. But, like, Axiom was, like, holding his stomach and stuff, and he was all like, I can prove myself. I'm going to do it right now. And I don't know, it's just that, like I said, a small little pinch moment, just like somebody, obviously it's a smaller guy going like, oh, you're going to have to kill me, you know, to say you beat me. Like, that's that's not what he said, but I got that small little shade. That's all I'm getting. But we got a sanctioned match between Duke Hudson and Axiom. And, I mean, Duke Hudson was really in control most of the match because obviously the size advantage there. But Axiom was able to hit him with the backwoods and rolled him up for the win. And, I mean, I feel like I was supposed to get more out of that whole thing, but I didn't. Like, I get it. I mean, Axiom's smaller. Like, you never count out the smaller guy, ever. Don't ever do that. But someone else who shouldn't count out are the NXT Tag Team Champions, the Creed Brothers. And they put their championships on the line against Tony D'Angelo and Stax. And this match, I mean, it was all right. It was nothing special of a tag team match. But it was the ending. They gave it the kick that it needed because Alexa Lopez, she slid a crowbar in the ring for Tony D'Angelo to use. And the referee was being distracted by the Legato del Fantasma. And Tony, like, as he was trying to pull it, the crowbar to him, the camera shifts over and everybody, ah, going crazy. And it's Santos. Santos Escobar is back, baby. I had to throw that in there. But he pops D'Angelo right in the jaw, like, mink. 
And that allowed for the Creed Brothers to get the win. And they retain their NXT Tag Team Championships. And look, Santos Escobar is back. And I've been patiently waiting for this whole story to have a good conclusion to it. Because it's been going on since what? Uh, in your house. In your house. There we go. I was going to say standard delivery. I feel like it was longer than that. But I'm hoping we get a good match between Santos and Tony D'Angelo that'll conclude this whole storyline. And I'd be fine. That's it. Don't give me no funky whatever, because why you put me through all this? But what's not going to be nice to go through is Joe Gacy. And when I say Joe Gacy, just, I don't know. When that man come on the screen, I just feel like something about to drag or something. Like, he about to come out with a new name for his group. They the dyad, they the whatever. But he took on one half of the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. It's a lot of tag teams on this whole one show. You can barely, you know, I'm not even going to get into it. But he took on Brooks Jensen. And I mean, this was another okay match with a little spicy end to it. The Diet or whatever crazy name they go by now, they go by the Diet and it's another name. But I'm I'm not trying to remember it because I'm not going to summon no demons or nothing. But they were just staring at Fallon Henley. And I mean, look, staring at women already creepy. But when you look like them, it's even worse. So Josh Briggs came over and was like, y'all need to chill out, go on somewhere. And the referee got distracted. I'm going to get on with that with referees. By the whole thing that has nothing to do with what's going on in the ring. And Pretty Deadly ran in to distract Brooks Jensen. And Joe Gacy was able to get the win from that. And after that, like the whole match to me just was like, Eclipse about what happened next. And what happened next, even even that wasn't even that big. But that goes to show you how much that match was just like, oof, whatever. And Joe Gacy did a promo on the ramp telling Cameron Grimes his life has been defined by disappointment and loss. And that's not a way to live. And the camera cuts like to the room in the back where everybody's watching the TV. And the camera, the camera, this show, it started off with Cameron Grimes. Oh, I'm like, okay, I know who that is. He's talking to him. And this guy looks at Cameron and he's like, hey, I think he's talking about you. What? Man, really? Who else he talking about? Like, I, he's standing right here. You know, I'm just like, man, that literally just didn't need to be. They could have just had Cameron, like, looking at the TV by himself. That little small thing right there. I'm like, man, that don't make no sense. But what makes sense is that we finally might get to close the book on Alba Fire and Last Legend. And I mean, it ain't been like this blood feud that's crazy and stuff. It's just your regular, like, somebody win a match and then they go up the ramp and get kicked or something. And that's it. But that whole thing, I like how I just described it, it was just a regular match. Full of regular matches. Like, they just, they do what they need to do, really. But Last Legend and Alba Fire, they had a little struggle on the top rope. Alba knocked her down. And she hit Last Legend with a gory bomb. And that set up for the Swanton bomb. And that's how she got the win. And they had their little beef, but I think that may be it. But I'm not sure what the way things go around here. And speaking of around, that is any place you can pin somebody because the main event gave us Von Wagner taking on Solo Sokoa in a false Count Anywhere match. And I mean, this whole thing was exactly what you would hope a false Count Anywhere match would be, that it would take place at least somewhere. And they went from the stage to the parking lot. Back to backstage, back to the mat, I mean, back to the ring, back to the ringside. I mean, it was like a big circle. I put it like that. 
And Sosa Cole would hit a splash from the top rope on Von Wagner through the announce table. And that was all she had to write. Because that gave Solo Sokoa the win. And that's how it all got closed down. That's how the whole show closed down. And look, this this entire show, I don't know how it felt this way, but it felt longer, even though it's in the same time frame as the one last week is, or the ones previously. But what I kind of got a feeling of was that it was a lot of that, I don't know, it didn't feel as goofy as other NXT 2.0 episodes have been. Like, it's just... You'll see, like, you know, some serious good stuff going on. Then you go backstage and there's some goofy, windy shoe stuff going on. And it just kind of takes you out. The pacing gets all weird. Like, this entire show just felt like a constant just wave of just action and stuff going on. And which was fine. Like, it kind of, like I said, it felt longer. But I felt like they was able to involve everybody in this one show, you know, without being weird about it. And that's it. That's just saying something. But, I mean, I like it. This, maybe it's a different formula going on. And I hope so because everybody mostly was able to get featured in a way where you didn't forget, like, oh, is so-and-so still doing that? Is so-and-so going at it with who? And that's what you need. That's how it keeps the ball rolling. You ain't got to keep constantly one week you focusing so hard on this that next week now you got to go on this and now you got to leave that untouched. So... This whole episode I'm trying to get to was really good in terms of pacing. Like, it was really, the pacing was really improved. I don't know if that was old trips or not. If so, thank you. But one last thing is the referees, though. I sat here and told you about the referees being distracted at least maybe three times tonight. And I mean, you would think as a referee at a point somebody started talking to you, no. I'm not listening to you. You know, leave me alone. Like, I know you ain't talking about nothing. And like with Fallon Henley and them, they, they had nothing to do with the match in the ring. That was just some stuff going on out there. Leave that be until it spill into the ring. And I mean, I'm not trying to say like, oh, they just two creepy dudes standing at her. Leave her alone. But I'm just saying like, in terms of the context of a referee, focus on the ring. But I'm going to stop. Let me, let me calm down. Let me get a good night's sleep, you know, because that's what we all need, right? A good night's sleep to come up for the next day. And speaking of the next day, be ready. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. I know somebody know that song out there. I know somebody do. But be ready for Izzy's review of AEW Dynamite. And it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. I already know. And the next thing I know is that that'll be the next time you hear from me is when I'm on a Hill Turn podcast episode. That's all from me, Devin Lee Crime, signing out. Everybody be safe, and I'll catch you later.
episode.